What's up, everybody? I'm the Incidental Nerd. My buddy here is <laughs> Hank Threwood, too, and we are for the pop. You might notice that we're giggling a little bit. We've been live on Facebook for a few minutes, but we weren't recording the show, so I kind of had to start our, our, uh, our, just give you a little intro again, because um, all of these, all of our for the pop shows, regardless of whether or not it's just Hank and I and the community hanging out. Uh, what's up, compadre Chris? Thanks for joining us. Um, or if it's uh, one of our panel shows, or if it's Let's Talk About Wrestling, which is our podcast where we uh, sit down with someone likely in in or, or or in around the wrestling community, hopefully get to break bread with them. Basically, tacos, hopefully. Um, all of that content, um, we're going to make sure that that gets to you in every possible way. So, you know, I don't want to get dirty, but your ears and your eye holes. I was gonna say fill in all your holes, but that's a little oh, dirty. Yeah, we're filling we're filling that all we're, we're filling that third hole, baby. I don't know what that means. Adrian Abero, what's up, my friend? How are you doing? Compadre Chris of Two Hills in the Face, what's up, my dude? Adrian from uh Tribe Three Productions. Thank you, thank you. I was gonna say, what the hell? We we've been uh, we've done so much work with you in the past. Indeed we have, indeed we have. Tribe tree, as I like to call it. And you know, let us know, Adrian, if there's a if, if you need us for that uh, day of the dead, we'll Adrian, be there for you. Adrian, listen, we're always on uh, we're always on standby. That's right. If you need uh, the most mediocre people accessible, <laughs> holler at your boys. All right. That that's that's what we're here for, man. I've been I've been working out, looking good. I'm ready. I'm Mike Mike and video ready. Um. So. So before you hit the record button, and when we were just live on Facebook, oh, um, we, we were talking about... He needs us for Days of the Dead. <laughs> hey, Listen, hey, book we're, in. we're in. We're in for sure. Um, so we were talking about uh, some, some Netflix stuff that you've been uh, watching. Uh, in particular, uh, you didn't say what the other show was, but you said you ca caught a couple of shows. But we were talking about Squid Game. Yeah, um so, and, and so what are your impressions have you finished it yeah i did finish squid game and i'm i'm i mean for anyone who may be listening and still want to watch it, i'm not going to give any spoilers uh but uh i was very pleasantly surprised because when i heard everyone hyping it at first i thought it was just a game show like if you're older like me and you got, you got a year or two on me of experience i thought literally i thought it was like uh remember the old uh, horribly dubbed over uh, MXC, Most Extreme Challenge. So yes. I, I literally thought that's what Squid Games was. I just thought it was like a 2021, that's the year we're living in, uh, MXC. Little do I know. Uh, yeah, you know what? Chris, Chris tells me uh, I sound a little low. No nerd sounds fine. I don't know how to... I mean, I got my, my mic right on me. I'll try to speak more into the mic then. Um, yeah, bro. Get into the get into it all, bro. Can you hear me now? <laughs> How's it sound, guys? Anyway, oh, that sounds uh, that's how you get COVID again. No, but I I was really <laughs> excited that it's an actual show with like story behind it, and uh, I really I really enjoyed uh, Squid Games. Squid Game. Yeah, for those those not initiated into Korean uh, um, TV, which I don't know if this was directly made for Netflix. I have not looked up like the the background of it. 
but um the the intern my wife uh she she'll watch uh korean dramas and that kind of thing and um what i like about and and we're tell you the truth we're in the united states we're we're, we're one of the few countries with that has tv that goes on for like a decade and you're making a a 10 year 12 year commitment to a television show um right. most of the most of the other show like like i wouldn't be surprised if the squid game is just that's that like you know that's the, that's the whole series now i haven't finished it yet i'm oh, like i will say can i hit you with a minor spoiler it is it is open for a possible second season okay all right so also, like said, guys, um, if you're watching on the Facebook, I just I just upped my audio on the Zoom settings. So let me know if that's better. I hope it's I better. I can hear you much better. I tell you for sure. Oh, okay. Perfect. Even better then. So, but yeah, so I watched Squid Game. And uh, and then I watched this um, directed and written by this guy, Mike Flanagan. He's like a horror dude. He's done okay. a lot of shows. Um uh, I, I think he hit a part in... Uh, yep, sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, helping me out there. I think he had a part in one of the creators of Breaking Bad as well. But anyway, it's kind of like a horror suspense movie. And honestly, the premise of it is how crazy religion can be. And when people get wrapped up in religion. And I think the scariest part of that was that there are people out there that really, really abide by, like, the word of the good book. And I'm not judging you if, if you do that, but this really dived into, like, the extremists of that. And, uh, like I said, the scariest part of the show was that this probably really happens in a lot of those small-town Bible belts. Sure, so, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, I think the best the best television is rooted in, in reality, you know, um... And, and I think the most terrifying stuff, like you've got, you have your supernatural and like, I know, and, and there's, there's tons of people that, especially right around this time with Halloween coming up, you have tons of uh, movies with these like supernatural elements. Of course. But, but when you're, when you've got stuff that is reality based, I think that's even more terrifying. Yeah. Like, like, I, I guess it's spooky seasons. Like, not, not to, I mean, I don't know how to say this and not to get into a bunch of detail, but like I've experienced a lot of paranormal stuff in my life. I don't know if that's just growing up Hispanic and that's just part of like our culture, like especially like from Ecuador, I've heard a bunch of stories and then I've experienced stuff. So one of the scariest movies in life to me uh, was the original Mothman Prophecies because okay. in my mind, I experienced in real life something what I think looked like the Mothman and, or like, at least I think I saw it. Mm -hmm. So it scared me enough to when they made a movie, I'm like, holy shit. Like they just made a movie of my experience. <laughs> so it's just like, maybe this is a, no, this, maybe this is a different episode for like spooky, uh, FTP, you know, but, uh, like yeah. what, but I mean, just even hearing stories from like, and, and I think you're right. You know, I'm not trying to get too much off the, off the trails here. Uh, and Chris back me up. If you heard, I mean, uh, just coming from a Hispanic Latino culture, there's a lot of stories that come with with, with that uh, with that history. So I've experienced it. I've heard a bunch of those. Uh, so I don't think that's why the Mothman was scary to me. Honestly, I don't I don't feel like it's 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 exclusive to Hispanic culture. No, no, I, I agree. Um, 
but I, I think every culture has their their own kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And then just like yeah, we could we could take a deep dive because I lived I lived from the time I was born until I was eight years old. I lived in a house that used to be a pastor's house. Yeah. And the and the the property that the, my grandparents owned sat on two lots in Chicago, and the other lot was just just a yard but yeah. it used to be a church yeah. so i had a lot of interesting things happen to me growing up in that house yeah I so we could totally do that you know uh and i guess the last little thing to touch on that you know um who i talked to who works at uh, a haunted tattoo shop jendo oh you were yeah you got your tattoo there yeah did you, well you went to go there to go see her at old town yes yeah okay so my, so i'm sure that's 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 a very like in terms of Chicago, that is one of the like most haunted places in Chicago. It has a very interesting background. If you yeah. guys are interested in that kind of thing, if you go on the Old Town Tattoo website, there's a whole background there. Um, and that used to be uh, I got that, this done there. Did you? Yeah, the Two Face Wolf I got. Who was the artist? Uh, Sean Hollywood Hayes, I think his name was. But, okay. Uh, Jen said that he's not there anymore, which I think Jen may have been there when I went, because I remember a blonde girl being there. But I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> oh yeah, blonde girl must have been Jen. But anyway, what else? Uh, so yeah, this week I dove into uh, <laughs> home uh, remodeling and uh, Netflix and chilling. Haven't even played video games this week. That's awesome, dude. Like, um, I. I've got video games that I'm looking forward to. It's not anything that most of our most of our followers would be interested in, but uh, you know, during COVID, I got really into Animal Crossing. Okay. Like, really into Animal Crossing. Nice. And November fifth, they're dropping a massive, massive download um, that adds a whole a whole lot of updates, and they have a twenty five dollar DLC, which is like a whole other game in itself. No shit. I'm gonna have hours and hours of animal crossing soon um remember when i got you that cameo from effie told you to keep on playing animal crossing yeah that's why you kept playing <laughs> how could i forget love that effie. um i do love me some effie i'm not gonna say the other thing you guys like me to say not <laughs> you finally you finally found out what it was <laughs> no i knew what it was I know, i'm but, kidding i'm kidding yeah but um <laughs> no loves that um, what? One of the things that I am super duper looking forward to in the next couple of days is, man, we get to go home tomorrow. Yes. How about that? We get to hit a freelance. It's a freelance weekend. It is. I, I don't I, you know. I'm getting up there in age. Uh, these weekends can be tough, but uh, I'm excited. Agreed, bro. Agreed. But I, I, yeah, like nothing's going to stop me. Nothing. Uh, freelance wrestling. Uh Gosh, I can't remember the name of the show. It's something to do with that stupid clown. The Killer, killer Clowns clown. of Logan Square? Killing the Killer Clowns of Logan Square. Something like that. Frank the Clown Fuck Show. That clown. Fuck that clown. Uh, but yeah, so um, <laughs> freelance tomorrow. Uh, very happy. Hoping to see some uh, some of the squad out. Um, Compadre Chris, I hope you're out there. Um, anybody watching that is not familiar with freelance? Clowns, yes. Um, freelance wrestling is one of, if not the best promotion in the Midwest. 
independent wrestling. And there's no feeling like a freelance show at Logan Square Auditorium. Chris has just, a right. I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling it just, just thinking and talking about it. You get, you get, you get into the chills. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I think uh, freelance is, um, listen, that's, that's going to be my first show back since March of 2020. Uh, that was the last show they had before COVID. And uh, unfortunately, some seven-year-old fucking city tickets came up and my car got booted right before the show started. So I, I missed the whole show dealing with that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, man, it was it was very frustrating. But, uh, but yeah. Hey, uh, so, you know, I, I missed last month. I forget. It was my sister's birthday. So I missed last month. Um, I will be in attendance tomorrow in Saturday for Freelance Underground at Church Street Brewery. Final phase, big match, Kylie Ray versus Pat Monix. I mean, listen, if you've heard me before, th- those are my, 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 my two, uh, for lack of a better term, my, my, my wrestling loves, you know, the first time I saw both of them on the same show, I was like, those two are the ones that stood out to me and I, I have followed their journey since. <laughs> but my big question is, for anyone that was at freelance, uh, I don't want to say proper, but freelance last month, um, did they install elevators yet? Because I mean, there's a lot of stairs, you know. <laughs> no, why are you laughing? I heard I, what? What's going on? I mean, it's an old building, bro. I don't know if they're gonna <gasps> install any elevators. I mean, I, I heard there's storage on the roof now, so maybe maybe there is a a new elevator, a pulley I, system. Audrey Chris says that Monix is saying his goodbye to Logan Square. Uh, auditorium tomorrow. Yeah, dude, that's um. Listen, I'm I uh as as I've gotten older, I've 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 uh I have no longer no shame in letting the the man tears flow, and uh, you know if it gets a little dusty in there, I'm just gonna have to let them flow, man. That's well, that's the, that's a beautiful part about wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I, you know what? I look forward to next week's catch up or whatever we do next week, recapping that. How do we feel about that? Because right now we're talking about what's happened before, right? Yeah. And then recapping those the, those emotions, those feelings, you know, uh, you know, love Pat, dude. But 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 still, other other than Pat, you know, I, I don't want to get too emotional. It's it's gonna be a a good a good weekend. Uh, freelance, yeah. they, freelance, and freelance on the ground. I think. Uh, uh, I, I put on some. De- uh, I don't want to say decent, right? That's why I say like when I say decent, I feel like that's putting it down i feel like they've put, built a, a good card you know freelance yeah. underground i feel like i actually feel like freelance underground is stacked if, I, if i'm being honest uh that saturday show and itasca i mean there's i'm really excited to see charlie evans uh, versus billy starks big fan of both uh i'm a big fan of billy and i'm excited to see yeah. charlie um so so it, sh- it should be fun i'm excited dude like i said uh big wrestling weekend i'm going to wrestling the following week October thirtieth to AAW. I haven't been there in quite a while, but I mean they uh, they put on a pretty good card. That uh, well, I mean the draw number five on the PWI Women's Top One Hundred and Fifty, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, she uh listen number one in our well you know no, number one one A one B in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. Yeah. No. no yes, we, sir, we, Chris, exactly the. You know what? Also, I do love the Berwyn Eagles Club. I feel like it's close enough to home. It. I just like the feel of the of the Eagles Club, man. And I like that you can get tacos right well, across the street. 
Oh, I didn't realize it was at the Eagles Club. It is. Bro, well, I, I have to go to a wedding anyways, but now I'm really disappointed. Yeah, it's a, it's a 2 p.m. show at the Eagles Club. So we're, we're uh, you know, I, I, I convinced Rad to go. He's like, oh, I don't know. I got I... to I gotta ask the wife for permission. So the wife's, <laughs> the wife's uh, one condition was don't get too drunk. Yeah. So also, shout out. I, I know he's not watching, but I just wanted to shout out my boy Rad. He's got a big interview uh, for a promotion at a job tomorrow. So hoping, hoping he gets that. Let's send out those good vibes to Rad that he gets that job. You got this, boy. You got it. <clears throat> um. So, what are what are you looking forward to, man? I mean, obviously for the or the, the wrestling or or what what happened in your in uh, this week in the life of nerd or what popped you this week? <laughs> what popped me this week? Uh, I was really excited to. Uh, I mean, I'm. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. What's up, Kike? Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and 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 promote myself. Do it. I. Got, I, I I uh, recorded some unboxings and threw those up on my TikTok. The first two are out. There's two more to come. Um, and I'm planning on doing those more regularly. Uh, it was really exciting for me to, to like, I, I, I did a little video editing and learning that stuff. Um, and I'm still learning the Tiki Talk because I'm an old man. Right, uh, right. Uh, but yeah, man, that was exciting. Um, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I know, I know something you did today. Uh, I personally only got to listen to it. Um, ah, yes. Because I was at work, but uh, I know that you, in, I'm going to say enjoyed Crown yeah, Jewel. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening to this, watching live or listening back on the podcast, we do have a Discord. It is called For The Pop. So you can check our Twitter, which is also at For The Pop Pod. Um, that's our Twitter is for the pop pod and I share a link for a discord. I'm going to try to, for the big shows, like pay-per-view stuff like that. I'm going to try to build a little community in there, chat alongs. We're not going to do a watch along, but a chat along. And that's yeah, what we had today. We had James in there. D Ray was in, uh, Lou, even though he doesn't go by that name in there. He goes by the Spanish name. <laughs> uh, and, uh, my, my boy, John, uh, from, I just know from, from the neighborhood, but, um, Everybody's welcome. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, no, let me tell you, man. I, I really, I know Crown Jewel gets a lot of shit for political reasons, right? So let's let, let's let, no. let's 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 not talk about the political reasons, right? Wait. If if you want, you can crucify me for watching at my Twitter at OG three one two. But they opened up hot. They opened up with a banger. Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell, match of the year candidate. Absolute banger, dude! I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. Rewatch the match. Oh, watch it. <laughs> the match. The match was great. The match was great. Um, then they followed up with Ali Mansoor, um, and I was laughing because in our Discord, uh, my boy John, he was kind of, you know, kind of poking fun at Mansoor. He's just like, "Oh, Mansoor is great. He's a, he's a new Undertaker. His, his streak at a Crown Jewel. He's now three and He goes. So he's talking about, you know, he can't wait till next year where it could be because he's a big almost uh, fan. He's oh, like, I was, I was a fan of almost before all you guys, and he 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 definitely called it. He he's an almost sapien. I'm I'm almost a fan. Yeah, he's a <laughs> he's he's an almost sapien. So he's like, I can't wait for next year. It's almost versus uh, Mansoor for the title, and they recreate the Andre Hogan and Mansoor slams almost like that'd be great. 
Let me see. Uh, Adrian says, I was watching it today. I was rooting for Brock. Do you guys think Roman will break Brock's Lesnar's most days of having? I think so. I, th I think that's something Vince McMahon would probably really want for a current star. So they can, they can tout that, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think that, especially because I don't, I don't see Roman losing that title in the foreseeable future. Yeah. If Brock didn't do it, um, uh, I don't know who's going to come through and, uh, knock Roman down. Um, I mean, I don't really, I don't think that that this Brock Brock versus uh, Reigns is over by any means. No, I, don't, I think they left it open. Yeah. Uh, and, and and now that because also, um, a lot of the a lot of the conversation was the next WrestleMania would be the Rock versus Roman. Right. And it's beginning to look like that may not be able to happen. Yeah, Rock's gone very. He Rock's a very busy man. He is a very busy man, and, and um, I, I don't mean in a derogatory way to say Rock's gone Hollywood, but I mean well, he literally has. He's one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid men in Hollywood. Right. He, he is the action star right now. Period. Yeah. Um, Franchise so, Viagra, baby. <laughs> uh oh, Kike's watching right now. He's watching uh, Big E versus McIntyre. Okay. Um, well, let, let, so let me keep going down the card. I don't remember exactly how it went, but then it was Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop for the Queen's Crown. Shout out Zelina Vega. She she won it. And you know what? I, I think that's good for her because uh, she's kind of, you know, or, or, I, I think most people listening or watching know that her husband is Alistair or Malachi Black, formerly Alistair right. Black, yeah. formerly Tommy End. Um, and they're both in different companies now. And yeah. Sometimes it feels like WWE booking, maybe coincidentally or maybe not so coincidentally, can be a little petty. And Zelina Absolutely. went through quite a losing streak when uh, Malachi made the made the jump. It was so weird because, like, she kind of signed back with WWE yes. right when he was getting released. Literally. And 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 then she's been back and she was on a losing streak. A heck of a losing like, streak. it took her a while to get her first win. Remember, remember, like, last year during the pandemic when Lana was going through tables every week? It felt like that again, except the yeah, tables. It did. And then and then I just had this – I'm really, really not happy with the handling of Piper Nevin. Okay. Do drop it. Yeah. I, it, I, it, it's – come on. Piper Nevin is a beast. She's a beast. You yeah. know it. I know it. Absolutely. I've seen enough of her matches that – Look, if she wants to be a bubbly character, all you know, fine. But she could be Piper Nevin. She doesn't have to be Dewdrop. I and, agree. And I was really, really scared because for the last several weeks, she's been doing this thing, like a crown. Oh, okay. And going, yes. And I was worried that they were just going to give her that freaking crown so she could go around saying, yes, queen. Wow. So just for that part, I'm glad that Zelina won. But I'm also glad for Zelina because she she's proven me wrong. I always knew that she had she she could talk because as, as a manager, she right. was always excellent. But she's proven that she can go in the ring too, and yeah. she's like she's a tiny little petite thing, but she can go. Oh, um, right. no doubt. 
it's well deserved, and I'm I'm hoping that this means big things for her because we need big things for some other people in the women's division of WWE. Well, speaking of big things for women in WWE uh, women's division, uh, the PWI Women's 150 came out today, and Bianca Belair was crowned no pun intended the uh, the number one woman uh, of the, of the wrestling year. And you know what? Very well deserved. I mean, she Ooh. is the EST. You know, she. She she she's been killing it. She's been putting some very questionable rating rankings, but I mean that we can we we're not gonna dive into that because that's gonna take sure. up way too much time. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to her. And the one thing I did notice, um, and I can't believe I'm gonna say that it made me feel like I need to watch more wrestling because I really feel like I watch way more than I really should. But there <laughs> but there was a lot of um, Japanese talents on there that i'm not familiar with like at all like i think the number two woman was a, a japanese star and I was, oh. and from stardom and it's my ignorance that makes me lead to like like what but i mean stardom is a legit company especially for women's wrestling well it, i believe it is just women's wrestling and pwi i mean like their opinions or not, they they do their due diligence. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you if you don't like the rankings, that's you know that's fair. Right. Your should have been much higher, but um, well, not much higher. I mean, number five is pretty awesome, but um, definitely at least number four. <laughs> Here, let, let me let, let me let me read off to them real quick for you. Uh, while, while I'm here, you know, we're, we're here. You might as well. So obviously, we have Bianca Belair number one. Uh, last year she was number twenty three, so that's quite a jump for her, you know. Yeah, huge. No, but, but like you said, well deserved. I mean, she won the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, number like two. Sasha Banks. Yeah, first woman to you know to singles main event. Number two was, and I'm gonna butcher the name, so I apologize. I'm gonna say her first name is Utami, and okay. Haya Shishita. Never heard of her. She looks like she's wearing a Stardom Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, let. You know, in 2019, she was 46. In 2020, she was 65. And she's only three years in the game. Wow. So that's impressive. It says why she's number two. After the premier championship in the premier women's wrestling promotion on the planet, the world of stardom title has, over the last decade, has been worn by some of the greatest sports. So basically, what they're saying is that she's beat Io Shirai, she beat Kari Sane, she beat mm-hmm. Bea Priestley for the, and, and she beat Bea Priestley for the title. So, I mean, those are some pretty impressive names. Sure. That I think I think we're more familiar with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so number three, Diana Perazzo. I think she's done great work since leaving WWE. Best thing for her career. Last year she was ranked twenty three. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I I just literally watched the last episode of Impact last night because there was no dynamite. Right, right, right. But I really haven't been following it too much. I know that she's facing uh, Mickey James coming up at Bound for Glory. Yeah. Um, and I, and I've seen a few of her matches. I know she, I, I know, I know she's, she's doing good work, but I, right, I don't right. know. I get you. She's the best women's wrestler. I got number four, Britt Baker. And number five, uh, one of our absolute faves, uh, Miss Thunder Rosa. Which by the way, if, if you're watching a live on our, on our Facebook stream, the, the photo they chose to use was Thunder Rosa with a waist lock around Miss Laney Luck. Who I believe was number forty-four this year, and or forty-three, and Miss Kylie Ray was forty-four. They were, they were, I know they were back to back. So, okay. but yeah, I'll, I'll, so shout out to to those ladies. You know, I I love when the ladies get 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 some shine. You know, 
absolutely. I will say, I will, I'm going to say one thing about the list. Yeah. And I know I'm being picky. Look, Britt Baker is super over in AEW. Mm-hmm. She's, there's no doubt about it. I agree. Um, and, and she has put in some good work, but the best work of her entire career that I have seen was that lights out match with Thunder Rosa Absolutely. and Dynamite. Thunder Rosa made Britt Baker. She elevated Britt Baker to the level she is at right now. And that's why I think at the very least, Thunder Rosa should be number four and Britt should be five. I I agree. Uh, I think think the reason the positioning is what it is, I I feel like some people uh, see AEW as a little more elevated. Britt had a lot more TV time. And Thunder Rosa spent like half the time at, on TV, you know. Uh, she did a lot of NWA, which, you know, I, I, I pop into here and there. I check it out. But, you she know, it's NWA title. Right. So, you know, she, she had great matches. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, listen, we're just picking straws here, right? Yeah, we are. We're, we're here. picking four and five out of 150. I'm, I'm sure they both would think they deserve to be higher. <laughs> um, but, you know... At some point, uh, okay, so I'm sorry, to continue with the Crown Jewel, uh, quick recap, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just shoot right now, uh, quickly, should I say, not shoot, but uh, Xavier Woods becoming king, awesome. Uh, I, I, I felt a little bad, I was felt a little bad because Big E and Kofi didn't come out to celebrate, but Kofi was not there indeed, but he did post a video on his Instagram of himself watching, and he celebrated mm-hmm. the the win as it was happening, so... That was uh that was cute to watch, you know. Yes, yeah, uh, I, it, it's okay. To, it's okay to say cute if you're a man, boys. Yes, it is. It, it was uh, uh, I, you know, gotta love, you gotta love the homies, loving the homies. I know you're trying to do this quick recap, but I just man, and, and I keep interrupting you, so I apologize for you're that. Good. But uh, Xavier Woods is one of the most underrated talents in wrestling, in my uh, opinion. Talents, minds, characters, absolutely. He and he not only not only the fact of what he can do in the ring, just the talent in the ring and and on the mic, how entertaining he is, how but he because of his work with with up, up, down, down. Right. Um, he brings new eyes to the product and yeah. how he hasn't been given. I say been given because, it, you know, we're talking about a choreographed uh sport that right with predetermined finishes uh why he hasn't been given a title other than the tag titles and i get man they've been tag tag champions a lot yeah. but man all the work that he's done even if you go to like the big hitters like when he faced uh bobby lashley that was a banger of a match right. uh like uh i think he had one against drew uh drew mcintyre like mm-hmm. he can go I mean, I'm, so, I'm so happy for him, and I hope this just leads to bigger and better things. Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm comfortable with saying, you know, uh, I'm not going to speak for the 70s and 80s and all that stuff, right? But, I mean, I mean, the New Day's got to be the greatest faction team ever. They've all won individually. Kofi's had his moment. Big E's now got his moment. Uh, most tag team title wins ever. They, you know, they're transcending wrestling. They've stuck together, uh, and what they mean for you know, you know, an entire community. You know, let's, let's just be real. Representation matters, as we've always talked about. Absolutely. You know, be, being they, they got to be themselves. They didn't have to be cliche. Uh, 
you know, portray stereotypical black characters on, on television. They got to be goofy. They got to be intelligent. They got to be musical. They got to be themselves. They got to be tough when they needed to. Um, so it's, it's, it's been incredible watching, watching where they're at now, especially where they came from because everyone hated them when they first started. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think we all felt like when that, when that, when the new day started, yeah, I think we all were like, "Oh, here comes another stereotypical right situation going Absolutely. on." Because it was like, it was like they were gonna be. It, it seemed, at least to me, maybe not everybody. I don't know, but it was like that, like gospel, yeah, yeah. preachy, you know, well, kind of. They were thing. going with it. Oh Lord, it's a new day. Like right. very, very just stereotypical, and right. and and the WWE does that over and over and over again, and and it's frustrating. Because I think the fans are a lot more intelligent intelligent than they give us credit for. And yeah. and we and we can see through what what they're trying to do. Um I have a whole thing that's bothering me in the WWE right now right now that look, I, I mean I know the color of my skin. I know I got a lot of white privilege, but my last name is Nicoletti, and I'm an Italian from Chicago. And the on NXT 2.0 right now. What's his name? Tony D'Angelo? Tony D'Angelo. Forget about it. Holy crap. First of all, he is doing a stereotypical New York Italian, and they're and they're billing him from Chicago. Right. It is and the fucking the stereotype, it's insulting. It is insulting. I Just that. it <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all I'll say because it I could go for a while on this one. No, I was, no, no. Just, I, I was just complaining about that to to intern on the way home. It bothers me so much, and I know as a, as a white man with white privilege, I don't have a lot of room to be talking about this kind of thing. But it's it's pretty fucked up. No, I I get, I get it though. You know that's a that 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 is your experience. You know, so I can't be like, shut up, white man. You're not right. being oppressed. I can't say that, but I get it. I just, no, I, I just want to. I just want to be clear that I'm not. I'm not blind to, like, like, look. There's there's a lot of bad, like, much worse shit going on in the oh, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just in our little world of wrestling. Yeah. I'm just so insulted by this character. <laughs> I feel you, and there's and there's a bunch of people like that. And uh, you know, I'll be I'll be the I like to I like to consider myself honorary Italian just because of the people I grew up with, the neighborhoods I grew up with. I've taken part in a lot of traditions, but I'm not Italian by any means. <laughs> uh, I understand that, but I have been deep in Italian culture. Um I've I've been guilty of laughing at the character and and for lack of a better term, insulting it. Uh not insult celebrating it, because I just find it so over the top stupid that it makes me laugh. So yeah, it's just like um, I forget. Like I, I was seeing the like this in the crowd, right? And and I'm just that, that, first of all, that's danger mask, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, oh that, I, I get you. That's fair. an appearance. Puppy kitty. Is that meal? <laughs> No, that's uh, Evie. It's Evie fucking Evie. My bad, I couldn't see. It looked, it looked dark. Speak. Okay, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to pivot from wrestling real quick and take a <laughs> pop culture reference. And let me know if you've ever heard this. So, speaking of Italians, Super Mario Brothers, right? 
They got a movie coming Mario out. Mario and Luigi Mario? Yeah, yeah. Super Mario. <laughs> the, the, it's a me, Mario. Sure. Yeah. He doesn't say, it's a me. He's a Japanese character. And he's saying, Itsumi, I-T-S-U-M-I, which in Japanese loosely translates to super. So he's literally saying his name, Itsumi Mario. And we're all fucking ignorant and think he's Italian saying, Itsumi Mario. Yeah. I, thank you, you two. Okay, cool. Because I saw that on Twitter this week and it blew my fucking mind. Wow. It's not, it's a me, Mario. He's not being, it's he's not me, I-T-S-U-M-I, which loosely translates to, like, super or special, like, Mario. Yeah. So he's, so it's not Mario, Mario. His name is Itsumi, last name Mario. And that's why they're the Mario brothers. Mario. Yes. Itsumi, Mario, Luigi, Mario. What? Right? Oh, I don't know if you ever heard that one. Oh, Kike wants to get us... Uh, 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 <laughs> he's he's going to report our stream. Listen, bro. <laughs> don't be mad because I just learned you something. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe someone can do more research than me. Maybe I'm, I'm spreading f- fake news. That's what we do on Facebook, right? I will look into it. I will look into it because that, that blows my mind. Right? Like... Because so, someone said it like, here, you guys ready for this? Here, let me, let me I, I, I screenshot it, and I'm sorry to take some, a few, a few precious seconds, but I need to re- read the exact tweet. Okay, here it is. Mario is a Japanese character, so his family name is obviously Itsumi, or in Japanese name order, Itsumi Mario. And someone responds, and the fact that Itsumi roughly means superb, excellent, it would translate to Super Mario. Okay. I mean, the math well, yeah. checks out because the way that the, the way that that names are the surname comes first in right. Japan. So he's like in America, he would be Mario Itsumi, and right. then it's Luigi Itsumi. Right, right. So but then, why are they called the Mario Brothers? Why are they called the Mario Brothers, Henry? Yes, <laughs> they, they should be the Itsumi Brothers. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know. So, I don't know, guys. Put, did we put, not have a movie that confirmed Mario Mario and Luigi Mario? I mean, that could... that In what universe? <laughs> what universe are we in? Are we still in that same universe? I guess I guess we have to wait until the, the new animated one and see if it, it changes any of our views. We'll see. I mean, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt playing a, a Japanese character? <laughs> Is Mario Japanese or is he Italian? Why not both? Maybe he's an Italian who grew up in Japan. Maybe I'm. I don't know. That's. I mean that that Itsumi thing blows my mind. Good. Okay. okay now speaking of uh, uh, Mario growing up in Japan, I saw this TikTok of this Asian kid who said somewhere in the world there's the most white-looking kid that was raised in Japan or in Asia, and. He speaks now. He now speaks English with the, you know, Asian accent, and people probably look at him like he's the most racist piece of shit. <laughs> and then he plays the video of the whitest looking kid speaking English with, and they're like, oh yeah, this is Matthew. He was born and raised in Japan. Oh my god, that's horrible. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that that's 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 something that popped me this week. Can 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 I? Can I, <laughs> I guess that popped Kike too. Can I tell you something else that popped me? 
please. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but now Listen, I just remember. Buddy, something. we're doing what? What is this show? We do it for the pop. You got pop? Share it with me so I can get pop too. You know what's great? What's the great? Chucky series, the Chucky the doll. Have you seen yeah, it? No, no, no. I have not seen it. Um, as you as you well know, we have a scale here at my in my house. The intern is her real name is Sarah, or right. people that that know her well, Sari. And whenever we hear about a new show that might be scary or horror, the question is, is it too scary for Sari? <laughs> and uh, Chucky is too scary for Sari. Mm, okay. So um, things like that, I, I have to watch on my own. Though I'm, and I've, I don't think I've ever seen a full Child's Play movie ever. Okay. Um, but I do know that Mark Hamill is voicing Chucky. Is he? Yes. Oh shit! How did I miss um, that? And that alone, okay, that makes me want to watch. Then I mean that just adds to the because honestly, dude, I'm so high on this series. I think it's excellent because it combines like it it combines like the gore of like some of of uh, the child's play, sure. uh, but it's old school Chucky. Like he's he's making you know side comments. He's he's cursing. Uh, not that you know. Oh, he's cool. He's cursing, but like he's just being his natural Chucky that we know. Essentially, Chucky is Freddy is Freddy Krueger in a yes, doll. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Because in retrospect, now now that I'm older, I see Freddy and I'm like, this guy's hilarious. Well, because and, and that's the thing is because I as as a as a child, mm -hmm. I was terrified of Freddy. Freddy Freddy haunted my dreams. Fair. And then I saw Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Yeah. And it just solidified how terrifying he was. But then you get into two and three and four. He becomes a comedian. Absolutely. Every like everything is wisecracking. He's legitimately frightening in the first one. But right. after that, that's when he becomes wisecracking and and the the deaths, while they might be gory, they're still a little bit funny. Um so one you know, of my favorite all-time Freddy lines is, I think it's Freddy 3, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, when they're like, he's in the video game world, and they kill him or something, he's like, you forgot the power glove! And like, he uses the fucking, you remember the power glove? He uh -huh. uses the power glove to kill someone. Like, that's hilarious! <laughs> that's stuff. funny. That is funny. So, you know, but yeah, the Chucky series, if anyone's out there and they got some extra time or you're bored... Check it out, man. It's 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 re it's really it's really good. It's I feel like I feel like er most a lot of new a lot of new series. You know, they try to kind of throw it to the old school, right? But also be now a little more socially conscious for the times that we're living in now. And right. I think Chucky is nailing it. I think it's writing a, a it's it's writing that line perfectly to yes. where they're they're, they're being like. They're being brash, but they're not offending, and I, I, I think that that's the, the sweet spot in, in the times we're living in now. And it's spooky season, so Absolutely. it's a perfect time. Yeah, it, it's it's great. Chucky's hilarious. Uh, may, maybe one of my uh, maybe one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> so speaking of comedians, yes, sir. I know you refer to him as the goat. Yes. Um, no did you watch? Did you watch the Chappelle special, the latest one on, on Netflix? I, I, I did watch the Chappelle special. Um, 
I, I think my thoughts would be considered controversial. But, I mean, my thoughts on it are... <clears throat> and I don't remember things... I don't, I remember, I don't remember, like, things word for word he says, right? But I know his brand of comedy. And especially after, I think a lot of people heard and saw his last, his very last special, but didn't yeah. listen to it. You know, they, 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 they took the, the hot points and said, nope, uh-uh, I don't like that. But if you really, if for me, for me, I think if you really listen to it, what he's saying is just like, yo, let's let's just all fucking get along, but like, let's not put so one struggle above another struggle. Yeah, I, th- I think I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think I could be wrong. Don't don't you know? Don't don't come at me or maybe it may may or, or if you have a different perspective and you're listening, feel free to DM me. I I'm very open to learning other people's perspectives. Yeah, and <laughs> the puppy kitty is just like I see you all over me. Um. I, I, there were moments of, I think Chappelle, what, one of the things that he does the best is it's, it's not just, it's not com it's not just haha comedy. Right. It, it's also, it, it really, he's, he's a very intelligent man. Absolutely. And you have to, you have to be intelligent to make the kind of comedy that he makes. Right. And I loved I loved his perspective on things and I don't, I don't personally, and I'm not like, I, I am 100% an ally. Right. 100%. Right, right, right. But I don't think that he said anything, at least to me. Right. And listen, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not queer. I'm not binary. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not trans. So I don't, I've never, I've never stepped I've never walked a mile in some in, in someone like that's shoes. Okay. Right. I am a I am a cis white man. Right. So but, but I nothing that he said other than being thought provoking, nothing offended me. Right. And it was also I and and I don't I'm not gonna go too deep, but but one of the things that the, and the jokes that he told, he told a little story about being at the mall and uh, he was doing some shopping and he noticed a little old white woman following him around the mall. Right. And, and he's like, and I knew she was following me because she was in places she shouldn't be like GameStop and full locker and whatever. Right. And, and then he says, and she followed him to his car and then shouted out his name. Dave Chappelle, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> and, uh, I just love the, punchline right to that where he was basically like oh so you watched you watched my you know so you you watched my my show you watched you know right i i didn't follow you around and find you in your car right. and force you to listen to my comedy right have a good day exactly. and it's that's the thing is is like i understand i understand pc i understand right. it and i understand the necessity for for those type of things but also and i understand that words can hurt too oh, absolutely but i i don't know how to say this <laughs> i just i just don't other than saying it i don't i don't think that his words hurt but i'm not from that perspective right you know absolutely. what i'm saying 
Right, right. right. I don't, and and I and and I don't think he has any intention of trying to hurt anybody with his words. Yeah, I, I think it's easy. I, I think it's easy for us to say, uh, I don't think those words hurt. You know, it don't hurt in our experience, right? Because because right. we we've never been put in that experience. You know, yeah. uh, we, we don't. You know, we're both allies, but we don't come from that community. No. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, I just. We, we've all have different struggles and we've all been pigeonholed into different types of uh, categories. And so I, I just feel like us saying we weren't offended by it, right? But I can understand maybe other people took it a different way because they're too close to the subject or maybe they have been uh, attacked before. And it's so, too rough to them. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, from my perspective, as someone who's never had to deal with that, I wasn't offended by it. But I also can't say I'm not offended by it. So fucking toughen up. I can't say that. You know? But from my perspective, I, I the only thing I guess I will add, because some people are going to be like, oh, you're just digging yourself in a bigger hole. My thing would probably be listen to what he's actually saying. One of my biggest things, with the takeaway was... You know, he compared, you know, a lot of people give him grief for comparing the black struggle to the, the, the trans struggle, right? Right. And he literally said, the baby literally, literally killed someone in a Walmart. Nothing happened to his career. Right. But, you know, he made some uneducated, uh, transphobic comments and it, it almost or is or has derailed his, his career. Right. So it's just like, if we're looking at it on the surface level, why did why was murder so easily overlooked as opposed to words? Right. That's that's I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it. Like it's a difficult conversation to have. I mean, and and like I said, please, if you listen to this, uh, I I I'll, I'll speak for myself, and I'm sure Noel is very open to it too. Like. DM us, hit us up, you know, give us your perspective. Like I, if there, if there's one thing I like to do, I like to look, look at arguments from both sides and, and I, I, I'm the type of person who truly understands that, uh, perception is reality. So yeah. I would love to, I'd, I'd love getting people's perceptions or perspectives, especially if they're different from mine. Or if their experience is different from mine. So, I mean, Absolutely. I'm all about learning and trying to grow as a person. I was I was saying earlier this week with someone, talking about how, like, you know, oh, this, this new generation is soft and this and that and blah, 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 right? I mean, yes, they are, right? Because, and we were considered soft by the generation before us. And it's just going to continue. And so on and so on and so on. But forth, if you, you really know. look at it at the, at, at the most basic level, why are we calling themselves soft? Why? Because they just want to have everybody included in things. They don't want anyone to feel bad. They don't want any... And that's fucking phenomenal. Because yeah. maybe there is hope for the future. And yeah. yes, to, to the younger generation, me and you, we're probably look like, looked at as like, man, those, those fucking guys, they have no clue. As I'm sure, especially after this it. last 10-minute conversation about Chappelle, I'm sure we <laughs> fucking stuck our foot in our mouths, right? But, but I mean... Coming from the places that we came from to where we are now, we've grown. And, like, there's words when I was younger that I used all the time as friend, amongst friends, that I never used 
in a derogatory way. It was just right. the way you spoke when we were younger. Right. Now, I kind of think of it, I'm like, I would never talk like that mm-hmm. now. Well, because it's also, it's also a matter of, of uh, male toxicity, yeah. uh, too. You know, they, like, you grow up, uh, um, and, 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 I, and I do like, like, I appreciate that that's that's been brought to the forefront yeah and and people are being called out on it now right. because um if if <laughs> that needs to be dealt with that just it just does it just needs to be dealt with yeah um i i was i i you know what like my name incidental nerd growing up i was a nerd and i i was a victim of male toxicity all the time i i I didn't break five foot until after high school. So I was a very little, little guy. Uh, and I got picked on tons and it was a lot of that male toxicity stuff. Right. And I heard a lot of words come out of people's mouths that they didn't genuinely mean the kind of words you were just talking about. Right. And, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not painting myself here as a victim. Okay. All right. I'm saying is, is that that shit happened. Right. And like, it's happening less. I hope. Right. I hope. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's still pockets of it, you know. Um, you know, I talk to my nephew, and and I'm sure he's not perfect, you know. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, my nephew's a saint because I know what it is to be 16 and be right. comfortable with your friends, you know. <laughs> like I I've heard some the way what is specifically one of his the way one of his friends talks, and I'm like, holy hell, like what happened with this kid? He's like, yeah, he's he's a bit extreme. So if, <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm hoping if my nephew is saying he's a bit extreme, I'm, I'm but I don't, I don't think uh, my nephew's giving me any reason to think that he's out there. But if he is, I mean, hopefully he grows. And I, I don't know. I, so We all but, have I to mean, grow on our journeys. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. You know, like everyone's everyone's got to fuck up. And I, man, I fucked up plenty. I don't know about you, but. Oh, hell yeah. Of course I have. <laughs> but yes, but, uh, but I, I I think to, to put a ribbon on, on this conversation that we, uh, accidentally ended up having uh and i'm okay with it i that's i i enjoy these conversations uh you know i think at the end of the day like we all want what's best for everyone you know and i can't tell you what's best for you you can't tell me what's best for me and uh you know if if you're listening and at some point find yourself scratching your head or be like man these guys are idiots uh, trust me none of this came from a place of uh, maliciousness uh, I don't think I've said anything bad, but I don't know. Once again, my perspective is different than others. Like you said, you know, if we if we've said anything that offended you, or or you don't agree with, and you want to engage in a civil conversation, oh yeah, great. Like hit hit us up. If you want to tear us down, well, we've dealt with that as well. So you know, and who hasn't? So you know, we're just expressing our true feelings here. In 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 a in a civilized way, at least trying to. Um, yeah, and, right. We you know. <laughs> Sorry, we, we we went on a major tangent there, brother. Yeah. You were you were uh, recapping Crown Jewels for us, and I don't even know where we got how. I I think I started the Chappelle talk. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. And then we we went from Chucky to Chappelle, but we've but I think we I think we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish under this new banner of for the pop right it's 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 for the pop culture it's for the pop talking points and uh i i feel like we hit on a lot of things yeah we talked wrestling but we also talked a lot of uh, other stuff that are relevant in in uh, today's day and age Absolutely. so i don't know i think we did good but who knows <laughs> who knows bro Fuck i just you, hope right? the cool kids like it 
<laughs> Hello, fellow kid. How how do you do? But uh, do you want to yeah. finish that recap before we before we tie this in a knot? Uh, a recap. I mean, man, listen, we we I I've enjoyed Squid Games, Midnight Mass on Netflix, Chucky series is awesome. Crown Jewel is pretty good. I enjoyed the 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 ending. Paul Heyman, you know, he's uh. It's a little open-ended for who he wanted to help there at the end. So I, I look forward to how the, the continuation. Hell in the Cell. All Hail King Woods. Um, and be and, good and, to and people, bow, man. And bow to Queen Zelina. Bow to Queen Zelina. And uh, it's me, Mario. <laughs> <clears throat> so if, if there's one thing that I've learned from pop culture and, and a phrase that I wish everybody would latch on to it comes from one of my favorite movies of all time bill and ted's excellent adventure and it's just a matter of be excellent to one another hey that's a good one maybe i'll get that tattooed and party on (laughs) (laughs) way to ruin the moment though we're having a moment there no (laughs) truly be excellent to one another um, I th- I think we're headed towards a wrap up for yeah this. we've gone on longer than than we we probably yeah but we're uh as Henry had said uh you can go back and and uh, watch or listen to episode zero which really kind of explains what we're trying to accomplish here but we're gonna try to keep our shows to about an hour long so that it's the kind of thing that you can listen to in your car on the way to work uh you know watch it you know, on your lunch break, whatever, but you know, we want to keep it in, in small bites for you. Right. So um, for everybody that joined us this evening, thank you guys very much. Um, I really appreciate your support. And uh, you know, I know Henry does as well. Um, we are for the pop that right there. That is OG Hank three, one, two. That's me. And I am incidental nerd. We are for the pop pod on all of our socials. That's anywhere you you look for us, that's where we're gonna be. Yes, sir. And I hope you like what you heard, and I hope you join us again. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and maybe share it with a friend. Other than that, we'll catch you guys next time. And you know what? I like what Noel said. Be excellent to each other. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs>